episode 52. We did this shit for you. What it do? What it do? Welcome back to another episode of Good Night Harlem. You know who it is, Law. Abby Gots. <laughs> That's gonna be my name from now on, for real. Yeah, Just she, it. She's Avia, the best transplant you will ever meet from the California area. Um, <laughs> guys, we have a we've we've been gone for so long. I know you missed us. We missed summer you. break. You know. I'm sorry. School's out. I apologize. It's on me. It's all. No, on me. it's not on you. It's on both of us. It's That's take accountability. You know what I'm saying. Uh, but we have a lot to talk about today. We have a lot to talk about. We have some good topics. Nice and juicy. And I can't wait to jump into these. So let's start right away with Hyper Good Nights. For those of you who don't know what Hyper Good Nights are and are new to the show, Hyper Good Nights are our way of talking about trending topics. We hype things we like. We good night things that we dislike. So let's start this off the right way. Hyper Good Night, Avia. Are you ready? Wait, are you ready? Because we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, I'm ready. So, for those who are not in the know, Black Twitter exploded over the past like five, six days when Disney announced that Holly Bailey would be the new face of Ariel from The Little Mermaid when they put put together the live action version of The Little Mermaid movie. Now... I don't know if you saw any of the tweets or I don't know if you saw the commotion that was happening, but people were loving it. And I was loving it. I was happy that I was I was happy in general for what I was seeing out of this. But then came the backlash. The backlash came in really strong from a lot of different sides. And the not my aerial hashtag began. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's where things got a little murky. So. A hyper good night to the outrage Disney is receiving for announcing that Holly Bailey will be the new Ariel for the upcoming live action version of The Little Mermaid. Would you like to go first? No, okay. I want you to go. I want you to um, go. I absolutely want you to go. Clearly, I'm good nighting it. Um, I just don't see what the big deal is. I just don't see what the big deal is. It's a cartoon, first of all. It's not... A Mulan, it's not a Pocahontas where there has to be some sort of cultural aspect to the movie where someone would have to be casted a certain way. Um, it's a mermaid. It's something that doesn't even really exist. And people are really up in arms about a fish. <laughs> this is what it is. It's a fish who can sing, who falls in love. Like that's really what this movie is about. Okay. So I'm good nighting it because, you know, it's interesting. I got into a, a, a conversation with my coworkers actually yesterday about this. And I was very shocked that all of them were kind of against it. And they didn't even really know why. I mean, they knew why, but their reasons weren't really good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, well, she doesn't even look like her. And I'm like, okay, there's a lot of people that are cast in movies that don't look like the character until they're in the movie. Well, she has locks. And that actually came from one of my black coworkers. So I was very shocked by that comment. I'm like, okay, so she has locks, so she can't play a mermaid. The only issue with her having locks in this movie is that she can't use the fork. You know the fork? That's really the only issue. Everything else is just like so trivial. One of my coworkers said, 
I asked her like what she thought about it. She was Caucasian or she is Caucasian. And she's just like, well, you know, I feel like Disney has been, you know, I can't remember the exact word she used, but basically said something along the lines of they've taken some missteps when it comes to like these live action movies. And I was like, oh, so that's your way of saying this is a misstep. And she was like, I just don't understand like why. And the, the consensus was, and this is like coworkers of all different cultures saying this. The consensus was Disney is always trying to do something to create some sort of- uh, Yes. And they felt like the main purpose for Disney doing this PR is based off of that and that alone, as opposed to the fact that they actually auditioned a lot of people and she was the best fit. And so I am also denying this because I feel like the fear is that people think that this is now going to be a black movie. I feel like they have to cast a King Triton. And a lot of people have been talking about, oh, it should be Idris Elba. I personally believe it should be Jaimin Hansu. They got they have to cast Ariel's um, sisters. They have to cast Sebastian, who clearly is going to be Jamaican. And I, I think that the fear is that this Little Mermaid movie is going to become a black movie. And the last black movie that white people enjoyed was Black Panther. And that was supposed to be a black movie. So... I think that that's what the fear is. The fear is that their favorite classic is going to be something that they cannot look at and relate to. But I'm goodnighting it because who cares? It's a cartoon. Is it my turn? Yes. All right. You you really went in there. I'm hype nighting this. And hype nighting, again, for those of you who don't know, uh, that is when you are on both sides of the equation for this. So... I, <laughs> The, the hype is I'm always happy to see people of diverse backgrounds get jobs in a space where there's not a lot of people getting a lot of good jobs. So this is a premier role. And for somebody who's so young, this will really kick off her career in a way that she wouldn't have had before. She's done blackish and or, or grownish, sorry. She's been a grownish with her sister. They're already famous in their own right within the teenage space, but it's different when you're being mass targeted. So I appreciate them getting the job that they got. And I love the fact that they're gonna take a different angle on this. It's just a beautiful thing. I just love diversity and casting. I think that's a beautiful thing. Where I'm good nighting this though, and this is just me being me, I genuinely don't need to see this story in this way. It doesn't like it doesn't matter either way. It doesn't matter to me one way or the other. I'm not going to I'm not going to be the person that hits you over the head all the time with, well, in the source material, it was like this. Like somebody from Denmark wrote a story about a mermaid and then we're holding it to that standard of what it is at that time. That's not why I'm saying this. I'm saying that if you want to have black characters be at the forefront, create it from scratch, create new characters, develop new characters. I'm happy again for somebody getting a role, but I love it when we come up with new characters and there's new things to be found. I can't stand when we're trying to force fit somebody into something that was already previously existing. It's the same thing I said to you about Idris Alba being Bond. I don't want Idris Alba to be Bond. I really do not want that. James Bond is a specific character that was created based in Europe. He was based in Europe. So. If the one spy is black, everybody notices the spy that's black in Europe because there's not tons and tons of them everywhere and all over the place, especially when you're in mostly Anglo-Saxon areas. So 
in the case of the Little Mermaid thing, I don't think it changes how the, the viewing experience is, but what I prefer, just my preference, is that we create our own vehicles. We create new characters that didn't ex- exist before. You mean um, create new characters within this story? I'm the, no, it, I don't need, I really didn't need personally for Ariel to be a black girl. It would not have, it would not have mattered to me in terms what of What is it the being, detriment in, her, in, her, in Ariel being played by a black actress? I didn't say there's a detriment. But I you're, said, you're, I said I, my preference, my preference would be that we focus on having things that are created by us for characters that were built by us. I am more so for that than I am for us stepping into a role that was already on the on paper and already viewed as a white role. Michael B. Jordan multiple times over has actually taken roles that were written for white people. I don't mind so that. So has this Holly a, Berry. Hold on, hold on. Just let me finish my point. He's done that numerous amounts of times for roles that were written for white characters. And what ends up happening to that is he's trying to play something that I don't even feel like Honestly, they wrote in the thought of him being a black person. And there is context when you're a black person. There is so much more layers to that character that you need to build out. So a lot of times, a lot of the characters that he has when he does not have a black director are hollow for that reason. And that's no disrespect to him because he's a pretty good actor. Not a great one to me, but he's a pretty good actor. And so my final point on that is... I don't like when white actors take roles away from minorities the same way I don't need us taking it. And what I mean by that specifically, when there is a role like, I don't know, uh, an Asian person is supposed to be playing it and it's written as an Asian character and use a white person in place of that, which has happened in history multiple times over. That's just ridiculous. When you have something like a Nefertiti or whatever. Unless you're talking about it from a Greek mythology standpoint, when you can whitewash something, we don't need white characters in these spaces. You need people who look brown. So stop taking those roles away from people who look brown. Like that's that's all I'm saying. So in this, the same way, I keep that same energy. We just need to create the characters based on us that fit us. That's it. That's man. My- Little Mermaid could easily fit the the scope of the black culture. You have a girl. Mm-hmm. Who, who wants so desperately to live a certain way that yep. she sees people live that she can't live because of her her environment. And then you have someone who's in her environment who, who plans to barter something for her, for her to live in such a way, but she has to give something up in order to, to live that way. Black people have to do that shit all the time. Great. Like, I don't see what's so cultural about this movie for people to have an issue of a black person playing the role. It just doesn't make any sense. It's a fish. Get over it. Cool. All right. Let's go to the next topic. <laughs> um, I don't know if any of you guys heard this, so we're going to end up playing this for you. But I think black Twitter let us know very well that this did not sit well with most of them. As you guys know, there's a a long history in America where we demean black women based on a bunch of just societal standard bullshit that's so not relevant. And I hate it. I've hated it since I was younger. I hate it as an adult. One of which is their hair. People talk about black women's hair in a way that makes me uncomfortable consistently. And this is no different. Chris Brown, as you guys know, R&B artist slash rapper occasionally 
he came out with a song recently with him, Lil Wayne, and Joanna Lucas. And he said some things that did not sit well with a lot of black women. And so let's play that really quickly for you guys. Out on that pussy, put it right there. Only wanna fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. Baby, bend it over, ass up, take the mask off. Don't and in case you didn't hear that, let's isolate it one more time. Only wanna fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. Now that you guys have heard that twice, I just want to go back to say a lot of people were talking on Twitter and a lot of people were really mad at him. It went everywhere from Shade Room to Bossa, any of the, the, the strong, you know, blog sites. And Chris, Chris is just the person at a certain point where he just either doubles down or kind of gives into his clamshell and says, fuck all this shit. You guys know what I meant. Oh, you want to know exactly what he said? I have it here. Oh, go for it. And excuse all my foul language in quoting him. He said, y'all tripping, tripping. Y'all bitches don't want to fuck the nigga with the fucked up teeth, do you? And then he took a shot at those complaining about the lyrics saying, only bitches upset is the uglies. And then in parentheses writes, not the black queens. Now, <laughs> when you... When, <laughs> when you deep, player. When you say... <laughs> When you say things like that, that's what I mean by double down. Like, he is one of those people that is not going to buck or back away from the words that he said. He meant what he meant. And at this point, you as a black woman, I would love to know your thoughts on his reaction to that and his words in the song. Hyper good night. Go for it, Avi. Hyper good night to what he wrote, what he said. Yeah. But you know what? I could give two shits about Chris Brown, honestly. Honestly? Or, honestly, if I could be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really don't care about what he thinks, honestly. He's he's really a 16-year-old trapped in a 29-year-old's body. Like, I don't feel like he has grown or evolved. He repeats his mistakes just in life. I mean, he's pregnant I mean, he's pregnant. He's pregnant. Yeah. I mean, exactly technically he's pregnant. Is. He got his ex pregnant while with his current girlfriend and she left him. Like, have we not seen this before? He has not grown. He has not evolved. He dates nobody but Karuchi one, twos, and threes, Karuchi stand-ins and understudies. And so it's like, what did we really expect from him? Really? What do we expect? I'm going to goodnight what he said. And I'm going to ignite the backlash, too, because I'm just kind of like, do we do we expect more from this person? Because at that point, it's like we have to ask ourselves, why? Why do we expect more from this person? He has not shown us anything for us to expect more than what he has already done. Um, the fact that he doubled down on it, hey, great. You stand, you stand for your cause. You like Karuchi's with the great hair. We all know what nice hair means. So even if he wanted to say, oh, I didn't mean it that way, there's no way he could take that back. We know what that means. And in the black community, we know what that means. Beyonce has talked about it. We know. So I don't feel any certain certain way towards him. I, I just feel like he's stupid and he, he will remain that until he gets some sort of enlightening in his life. I don't know what needs to happen. But I, you know, it's unfortunate because... Uh, I don't know what kind of child he's going to bring into this world. 
I was going to say, I hope it's a, a boy, but you know what? At this point, either way, the child's probably not going to have the oh, best boy. example oh, boy. of a I'm father. No, I'm just saying he's probably not going to have the best example of a father. Oh. Luckily, his daughter has nice hair. Oh, but God. if he brings a son into this world, what kind of values is he, is he going to be teaching him? We don't need another one of those. So, good night to everything. Jesus. Okay. Um, so, as far as the lyrics is concerned, I am good nighting the lyrics for obvious reasons. Just obvious. Like, come on. Come on. You, He knew what he was saying. Get out of here. That's just it's problematic language at this point. But as far as what he said to, like, double down, oh, I am. At least he owns it. I'm hyped for him doing that. Yeah, like, honestly, your preference is your preference. I don't give a fuck. If you want to say you want a girl with whatever kind of hair, more power to you. Who am I to tell you that you're wrong on that? Honestly. But I, I do I do want to say this one thing. I, I, I think us as a community have to get beyond somebody stating their preferences. Honestly. Like, if somebody's preference is whatever, okay, cool. Then who, who the fuck gives a shit? I hate how... Michael B. Jordan said, I'll date anybody, like any race, doesn't matter. And he got destroyed for it. I'm not saying this is in direct correlation to Chris Brown. But what I'm saying is for you to just even comment, I would date whomever I find attractive. And then to get plump, we got to calm down on that shit. It's like, honestly, if that's your preference, fucking go ahead and deal with whoever you want to deal with. I don't care. Maybe this needs to be our next episode because I don't know if you've seen that. Um that post that someone put up on Instagram where the person asks on Twitter, what are your top three red flags in dating and relationships? And the girl who responded to him put up the Nigerian flag, the, the Ghanaian flag, and the Jamaican flag. Like, you know, he's talking about red flags, like qualities, and she put up those three flags like, do not date. <laughs> now that's a preference, but I feel like that could be a bigger conversation. And that sparked Oof. a lot of controversy. So maybe 53? I don't know. 54? <laughs> Kodak Black says some oh, shit. But really anyway, like. I don't really like. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to our final hyper good night before we get into the other topics. So uh, those of you who are following the presidential race and elections that are among us in the next year, uh, you probably have all seen what happened in the Democratic debates between Joe Biden and Senator Harris. Um, she she basically came in really strong and un, an unexpected and unassuming Joe did not realize his past would be dug up in a way to kind of shine light on some of the things and past positions that he had, specifically on school busings. And it was if you live in a certain zone, then they weren't going to bring buses to you that hold nine, blah, 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 blah. But what she did, and by she, I mean Senator Harris, she she called into question his views in a way that made him sound potentially like a bigot or even potentially racist and that is what led to a cnn interview between joe his wife and a cnn commentator but i think was Cuomo. and let's hear that really quick i think you have this 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 you did not imagine i would think or i'll ask it differently yeah did you imagine that one of the things you'd have to deal with early on is whether or not your husband's past is basically bigoted they can say, I don't think you're a racist, they but, could say but, as, but as soon but. as that comes out, yep. the crime bill, yeah. working with people who were seen to be obviously extreme thinkers and bigots themselves, busing, did you anticipate those and 
Does it make you feel differently about where this could be headed? You know, I think that they were looking at the past. I mean, the one thing you cannot say about Joe is that he's a racist. I mean, he st he got into politics because of his commitment to civil rights. And then to be elected Barack Obama, and then someone is saying, you know, you're a racist. As soon as I heard those Melissa, words. you're not a racist. I know, but as soon as I stinks. heard those words, I thought, uh-oh, what's coming next? And um, I think the American people know Joe Biden. They know his values. They know what he stands for. And uh, they didn't buy it. You don't think that, well, because you, you took a hit in the polls. And some but of the African Americans. the polls are coming back up. The polls are coming back up. So we just. All right. So what you guys just heard there was Jill Biden, Joe Biden's wife, giving her defense of her husband's previous decisions and actions. I have a hyper good night to her defending her man and coming to his defense after they're just pulling receipts about things that he did in the past or positions that he held. Uh, I feel I feel a little weird about this one. I feel like I should hype night this, and, right. I, and I think I will. All right, um, I'm hype nighting it. Hype because I feel like as a wife and someone who's married to someone who's a huge public figure. It is kind of your duty to stand by their side and to not tear them down. Facts. So she, for her, even if she felt like there was an ounce of racist bone in his body, is not her job as her his partner to bring up the times where he has been such. Like it is her job as, as his partner and a public figure who has been for the last eight to 10 years, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> 40 years I'm thinking about when he was a VP um to to stand by your man so I I can do nothing but respect that because that's what she's supposed to do now the good night is there's no accountability being taken for anything that's being done and for her to even be saying like you know we can't focus on the past no I'm sorry Jill black people have to focus on the past you know why because the past comes up to haunt us every single day that Trump is president. So I don't wanna hear about we can't focus on the past as if the past can't come back, as if black people are not currently living to some degree in the past because we still don't have all the rights that we should. Um, and and the, the issue that I have is that, unlike Chris Brown, <laughs> Chris Brown took semi-accountability for what he said. He you know, he backed up what he said and defended what he said. I don't feel like Joe Biden has taken accountability for his actions in the past. And I feel like instead of taking accountability and actually saying, I'm sorry, or saying, you know what, I did this back then and I don't agree with it now. He, it's almost like he wants to sh shuffle it under the rug and act like things didn't happen in the way that they actually did. And just because it's 30, 40 years later, we're taking everything out of context. No. If something happened the way that it did 40 years ago, then admit it and say, that was 40 years ago. People can change in a day. And I have changed and I've learned so much. And I would respect you a lot more if you had done that. That whole Anita Hill situation, how long did it take for him to even say anything close to an apology? 
He was going all the way around the bush saying, I'm sorry about what happened to her. I'm sorry about this. Oh, I'm sorry Joe about fucked that. up in the Anita Hill situation. He's saying, I'm sorry oh, about everything instead of yeah. saying, I'm sorry for my part in what took place. And it took him so long for him to even say anything close to that. So, you know, there's some inconsistencies with him. And, you know, unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, for someone like him, who has been the closest out of all of these Democrat nominees, to be the closest to the presidential seat out of any of them, and for someone to have the track record that he's had in, in the political landscape for as long as he's had it, that can work in his favor and say, wow, you have the most experience out of anyone here, we should choose you. Or it cannot, and people can find holes and what you've done in the past and bring that up. And when they bring those things up, if that is not you today, that's what you say. That's what you say. Don't act like you didn't do something when it's been done. Take accountability. And that's where he's faltering. Whew. Woo, Chale. Chale. I don't, I don't have uh, as steamy a hot take as you do on that. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Because essentially what we're asking about here is his wife's defense of the things that happened in the past. Um, I do agree with you on this one point. Like as a wife or even if this was the other way around, if he was, you know, the person that was in her shoes, you would want to defend your spouse. That's what you're supposed to do. You'd want to bring up their track record with the other group, the minority group. You would want to like shine light on those things that he that he's done in the past to like make him seem like the person that you know him to be. Um, but what I will say is this, I'm only good nighting her for this one reason. He has a political past that in my opinion could usurp even that of Hillary Clinton's in terms of dirt shit that you can bring up on Joe. And that's not like a, a, a crazy criticism if you just looked into it. But anybody that's been in politics for longer than 30, 40 years is going to be on the wrong side of a lot of different arguments. It's just how shit goes mm -hmm. because time changes and people's positions evolve on things. But if we're going to hold you accountable for some of the positions that you had in the fucking 70s versus now, you're going to be hard pressed to find anybody who would fit your mold of what a decent senator should look like or a decent presidential candidate should look like. I said all that to say, um, I hate having to good night somebody who's just doing what they should be doing as a significant other. I hate it. But I also realize when your husband has the track record that he does, you just have to go, well, that's something that, in my opinion, Joe can speak to because it's his life. I don't need to defend Joe uh, against things like that because this is what it is. It's political mudslinging. That's all she had to do was bring it up as mudslinging, drop it. Don't defend that shit because then it's going to seem like you yourself are also on the hook for it. So that's my two cents. And can I just also ask, you know, I'm also adding, always also adding, um, the whole bringing up Barack Obama thing and him working with Barack for eight years, like, that's like the same thing as like when you think maybe a white person is racist and they're like, no, because I have a black uncle. Or no, because I have a black, my, my best friend's sister is black. Or like... And it's like bringing that up is almost like saying, no, there's no possible way this person could be racist because of their relationship to someone who's 
black. This one person who's black. So right. it's like, don't bring that up because we know what that looks like. We know. Don't. Uh, <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> all right, let's 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 go into the ne- the next segment. So for those of you who don't know, we have a segment called Black Car Revoked. And this is where I this week will be telling you what makes me stereotypically not black. Um, and, you know, Joe would appreciate that because he's not racist. Exactly. <laughs> get, in, get in there. Obviously. Um, so my black car revoked for this week is that I've never really had like a really growing up. I've never had like a really big like whooping. Like, I've never had to pick a switch from out back and, like, have someone, like, spank me with it or, like, none of that. Like, all those stories that you hear about, like, yo, I used to get in trouble and I would have to pick my switch out back and then my mom would, like, whoop me with it. Like, my mom wouldn't even threaten to whoop me. Like, if anything, she would do that whole counting thing. Avia, da-da-da-da. I didn't listen to her the first time. Avia, da-da-da-da. Didn't listen to her the second time. I'm going to count to three. One, two, and on two and a half, I was there, right? I was a very, very good child. And my mom didn't really have to do much to instill fear in me when it came to listening to her and being disciplined by her. And so when I hear these stories of like kids getting whooped and how they were bad, and you know, my grandmother um, on my on my dad's side, she was the type to make you pick a switch. So I used to see my cousins have to pick a switch and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, I'm so glad that's not my life. But I never had to experience that. And I feel like that's like part of like the black experience. <laughs> I don't feel like I missed out on oh it. My God. I'm just saying a that part I of never, the black experience. I you gotta like, get domestically abused yes, by your parents uh, or, or you, you have to be black. threatened. Threatened at least, at least a threatened. Like my mom counted, and that was the threat. But it's like I think there was one time where I where I actually um, decided to not obey her just to see what would happen. And I remember that point. And she actually like spanked my hand really hard, and I felt a certain way about that alone. So I came and you didn't even cry, did you? Um, I cried when I got to my room. One thug tear. One thug tear. It was like, you know, the thug tear that rolls out one eye and it rolls slowly down your cheek. And I don't know if I was crying from it hurting or crying because I let it get that far. Like, that was a lot for me. I just hope that when I have kids, they're like that. Like, I don't have to do too much to discipline them because these kids be wilding and they be testing you. And I don't want to, I don't want them calling my bluff, shoot, because I don't know. What about you? Did you ever get whooped? Did I? What? See, I'm not black. What? I'm not black. <laughs> Absolutely. Get out of here. This, I'm not that, black. My existence was shaped around me not doing things because I was afraid of them. But I got to a certain age where I almost feel like it was unnecessary for them to do it because they knew that I knew what was right and versus what was wrong. So then they didn't need to go that far with anything. And it worked out. So they out. used to and then they, and then they stopped. Yeah, they wean off of it only because I became more mature to a point where I just wasn't trying to do shit to get in trouble. And also the bigger thing, when when I think about parenting, I always think of this one thing, and this is where my parents were very good. They always stressed this one thing, respect. And so if you respect your parents enough, you won't do something to disrespect them 
in any capacity in public or while you're around teachers or while you're around elders because you don't want it to get back to them. And you feel as if you doing that would be a letdown to them. And so with respect came disappointment. The thought of disappointing my parents was more powerful than my parents actually giving me a spanking or a whooping or any other form of discipline. And that's just how I feel about that even to this day. Well, I'm glad that your parents evolved in their parenting as they were parenting you. (laughs) Started from a whooping, now you're here. Started from a whooping, now the whole team fucking No, um, that's ridiculous. Okay, let's get to our main topic. Our main topic today is cheating. Defining cheating. Defining flirting. Like, what does that actually mean in the context of a relationship now we talk a lot of we talk a lot of shit about relationships in general like we have a lot of conversations about relationships we bring up a bunch of scenarios the latest scenario in which i happen to know someone that went through something is what i'm going to share on the pod but in this i want to like unpack some of the other discussions i've had around said topic Because it made me feel as if maybe I'm just skewed way too far one way or the other because I feel like I must be the most liberal person alive or I must be the most cheating person you will ever meet in your entire life because of the way I view these things. So, but I want to start this with defining what cheating means and defining what flirting means by the Webster Dictionary. Oh, I love Webster. So accurate. So let (laughs) Let's always on point, always. I never have an issue with Webster. <laughs> Smartest friend ever. <laughs> All right, so cheating, by definition, is to influence or lead by deceit, trick, to elude or thwart by or as if by outwitting, and then to deprive of something valuable by use of deceit or fraud. And then let, let's get into what... Flirting means. I think this is giving us ground rules of how this stuff is laid out. Flirting, by definition, when it relates to a relationship, is to behave. (laughs) To behave. I hate this word. Amorously, right? Yes, but here, this is why I don't like this. When you use the term amorously, you're basically saying to behave in a way that makes someone feel love i don't believe this but okay to behave amorously without serious intent so that's that's accurate see this is where we're getting dicey that's not getting dicey webster just told you what it was Uh, i don't know man (laughs) what what's the issue that you have with that definition i'm gonna Listen, listen, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to read the definition of amorously so then you can know exactly why I'm saying this okay. is some bullshit. All right. It is some bullshit. Strongly moved by love and especially sexual love. Flirting does not have sexual to... Sexual love this is, sounds like lust. This is, ridic- this is ridiculous. This is why I'm saying the definition is too harsh. Flirting does not have to be that strong. That's just No, you're right. There's levels to it. Yeah, this is... Come on. Like, that's a, that's a fucked up definition. Yeah. So, th- even going into this conversation already, the definitions of this stuff 
in my opinion. Hey, Webster, you messed up. <laughs> and here I am riding and dying for you. What the hell? We're going back to Urban Dictionary. The definition to me is polarizing, <laughs> and I feel like they need to redefine things. But let me let me let me give you the story that I want to get into. So one of my female friends, and I know saying the word female is derogatory, so one of my woman or lady friends told me about what happened to her recently. And I was shocked. Uh, to, to say the least, I was shocked. And here's the story. Here's the quick, simple version of the story. She's out with her girls. They're supposed to be having a hot girl summer. Hey. She's in a, <laughs> she's in a relationship. Damn, I can't shit. <laughs> She's in a relationship. They're supposed to be out having a good time at a day party. It's a Saturday. It's a good Saturday. You're at a day party. Everything's going right. Her man's at home. She said, I'm going out with the girls. Nothing could be wrong with that. She's at the bar. Guy comes over to her while she's at a bar. Says, hey, I want to buy you a drink. She says, oh, whatever. I don't, I don't really need it. We're, we're all getting... We're getting shots and all this stuff together. We're like, he's like, no, 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 let me let me pay for a round. It's on me. Don't even worry about it. I'm just having a good time. So he does. He pays for a round. No harm, no foul. She even says, like, yo, I have a boyfriend. Hopefully you don't get the wrong idea. He's like, oh, no worries. I just saw a bunch of good looking ladies and wanted to have a good time with them. Things like this happen to women. Now, things like this don't only happen to men, but things like this happen to women. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's I'm true. trying to imagine me and my friends doing that, and I just could not. You're right. Go ahead. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> the guy uh, does the cheers with them, right? You know, ah, cheers to a good time. Oh, everybody's happy, as they should be. Now, what she doesn't know on the other end is that her boyfriend's good friend and fraternity brother is also there across the room lurking that's what that sounds like lurking now he's not there to spy on her but he sees her from a distance and what he sees is another guy talking to her engaging with her and he does not know the context in which this is happening the only thing he sees is another guy purchasing a drink for her and her friends and then what he also sees is another guy cheersing it up with them, laughing, giggling, and schmiggling. Schmiggling. So in that's how you know you're cheating. In his mind, <laughs> some nefarious behavior is happening. He takes a photo with his cell phone. That's, I'm sorry. That's of exactly. what he's seeing, and what he does with that photo is what becomes the big issue. He sends that photo to a group chat. With her man in it and the rest of his fraternity brothers. And of course, the minute her man sees the photo where she's doing the cheers up and smiling with another guy in a photo, he wants to know what the fuck is going on. Why is it happening? What is she doing? Can I just say one thing? Go for it. The fact that he took a picture and sent it to the group chat not to his homeboy specifically and only yeah is the most tmz feminine thing you could do wow now it's feminine uh, it, we're, we're, we're attributing gender to this okay I, I will attribute gender to it because it's like you don't if if you see anyone taking a, a picture or saying hey i saw so-and-so and they got the tea and they got the receipts and they got the proof it's never usually men and for him to even take it that far, 
Like, bruh, enjoy your time at the day party. Like, oh my God. That is just <laughs> whack. <laughs> wiggity, so, wiggity, wiggity, whack. But let me let me get back into the story. So the minute her boyfriend sees the text, he wants to know everything immediately. And he's asking his friend, yo, give me more details. What the fuck is that? Who the hell is he? And he just tells him, the friend who's on the ground, boots on the ground, like this is an army scene, like he's a part of MI6 or something. He's basically like, yo, he's one of those Kappa guys. Mind you, he's in another fraternity that's not Kappa. So in his mind. What fraternity is he in? He's a Q. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know anything about frats, so they don't, I don't like each other. Okay, what whatever. That doesn't mean anything to me, but it means something to the context of the story, apparently, from her. Right. From what she's saying, Kappas are known as pretty boys. I don't understand that either. I don't care. That's and the so, stereotype. Right. I don't, yeah. Again, all the shit I don't give a fuck about. But that wow. that leads him. That leads him to feel as if. She is doing something against their relationship. And the guys within that group chat, the other fraternity guys are like, oh, you going to let her do that to you? You going to let her be that way? Are they accused too? Yeah. And so everybody's jumping in and piling in. And you know when your guy friends jump on you and they hyping you and they're telling you this shit is fine. He knew what he was doing by putting it in the group chat. He knew exactly what he was doing. You don't think it? Wait, wait, let me ask you this though. If you do see that kind of behavior from somebody, you don't know the context of which is happening. Mm-hmm. Do you? Would you not take a photo though? Would you at least not take a photo? You would, or you just let them live? I don't think there's a point in me taking a photo of people cheersing to each other. I could just tell my friend I saw this, and I could tell her individually in a text message. And she would take my word for it. The fact that he felt the need to like prove I saw your girl cheersing it with this kappa, um, and then not even give any context like, oh, I don't know, I'm just reporting. You didn't report nothing. All you did was take a picture and send it with no words, no explanation, anything. So that your boy could be sitting there confused and he's trying to get information from you, but you don't have any because you're lurking. He didn't do anything different than any other random person at that party could have done, which is I don't know these people that well or I don't know them at all. And I'm taking a picture and I still don't know what's happening. Well, he knows his girlfriend. Yeah, he does, but he doesn't know what's happening. Like anyone could have taken that picture and be like, well, here's this. You don't. You figure it out. Yes or no? It's not the right thing to do to at least alert your friend that this is happening. Alert your friend that he she's drinking at a day party. Drinking with another person. The fact that he's not at the day party having fun on his own tells me the type of guy that he is, and tells me that he probably gets no play. <laughs> You got women around you. It's a nice day. It's summer 2019, I'm assuming. And you worried about your boy's girlfriend getting a drink from a Kappa who bought her friends the same drink. Got it. Yeah, you get no play. None. Because if you did, that's what you would be doing, getting play. But instead, you decided to send a picture with no words talking about figure it out. <laughs> I'm reporting back. At least TMZ would have figured out who the guy was, 
<laughs> where he was born, <laughs> like who his siblings are, when did he cross, That's true. how many people were on his line. Like you just literally just sent him a picture and talking about, yeah, I don't know. You can handle that. Handle what? <laughs> so, okay, let me let me get to the, Sorry. I, I went on my rant. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to extend that story out too long. Okay. But what ends up happening is unbeknownst to her, all these things are taking place in the background. The text messages are flying back and forth between the guys. Who knows what he's being told on one end? Who knows what the guy's reporting back? Which, of course, he can't report back anything because he doesn't know. (laughs) But the other guys are chiming in like, no, you got to check him. You got to check her. You got to go do blah, 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 blah. Which is all like putting a battery in somebody's back that doesn't need the battery. He doesn't need a battery. (laughs) So when she comes back home a little later, she was at the day party. So she gets home. With a little, you know, she gets home a little saucy. She had a few drinks in her system, so she's a little tipsy. She had a good time. When she gets into the house, what she notices right away is that she sees a lot of Home Depot boxes. (laughs) This man has started to tape and put together Home Depot boxes to put her stuff in it. To say, you got to get out. Wow. She... Again, unbeknownst to her, is completely confused, bamboozled, hoodwinked, dumbfounded, and does not know what the fuck is going on. Baby boy. <laughs> Help I'm me. confused. Help Bamboozled. me. Bamboozled. <laughs> hoodwinked. So she's asking him, what the hell is going on? Why is my stuff? And so she has a little bit of a toot because, one, she has alcohol in her system. Two, she sees some of her stuff already in the boxes because he's already started down the path of getting rid of her shit. He looks her dead in the face and goes, oh, you know what this is about. Which, no, she does not. Wow. He doesn't even know what no, it's she, about. That's no, the funny no, part. She, he still don't even know what, why he's doing what he's doing. Essentially. So she goes, no, I don't. What are you talking about? He responds, so you think it's okay to be out here Drinking with other guys behind my back, not telling me what the hell is going on. Probably linking up for dates. I don't know. You letting a new dude meet your friends. So he's he's what? He's leaped to all kinds of conclusions. And a lot of that, I think, comes from his friends putting the battery in his back. Oh, he probably doing this. He's probably doing that with her. Blah 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 blah. Meanwhile, they just met. Yeah, no context, no nothing. She, she probably doesn't even know his name. And then she responds to him, according to her, uh, we we didn't know him. I don't know him. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I, we got a drink from one person. I don't know what you mean. Like, what are you talking about? And then she's like, how did you know that? And then he very openly says, oh, oh, I, I, I got a picture of y'all together. And she's confused. She's like, were you spying on me? Like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it don't matter. At this point, it don't matter. Which it's above me. It's above <laughs> me now. The truth is, it does matter. It absolutely does matter. And context matters. And when she went to explain herself, he did not want to hear the context, which blew my mind. Blew my mind. He said... You accepting drinks from other guys because that's the only thing she got out. She's like, he bought a round of drinks for the girls. That's it. 
But he said you accepting drinks from other men is inappropriate. That's cheating. I was taken way back. I'm like, wait, how is that cheating? What exactly is the cheating in that? Maybe going back to the exact definition, I did not feel as if anything was, you know, what's the word again? Say it again. Which word? What What is the word? Oh, Oh, amorously. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That think, was flirting. I don't. I don't think it was done with love or sexual intent in it. This is me. Well, that, that was be, that was connected to the definition of flirting. That's just but the, flirting. The cheat, according the wait, wait, thing was flirting, connected to deceit. Wait, wait, flirting according to him in this instance is the cheating. Like you allow him to buy drinks for you, so in that case you're flirting. You're doing something more than what you should be doing, and then in terms of cheating in general. It's being deceitful. There's so many problems I have with this story. So to, to to leap to that made me go, whoa, I hope nobody else views it this way. I bring this up at a table full of friends. I'm thinking this is a... This is a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking this is easy. I got guy friends flat out saying, bro, so you okay with your girl accepting drinks from other guys? I'm like, what yes. What does that mean, though? Yes. I'm, yes. If he wants to buy her drinks all night, great. I am very grateful. I don't have to spend a dime. Thank you, oh sir. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you again. Right. Don't care. Like I get to go home with her, so. Yeah, again, is she going to sleep with him? Probably not. Uh, is she really, really flirting with him? Like, what is she saying to him exactly? Do I give a fuck? No. So, <laughs> I'm confused as to why that would even be an issue. And then one of my guy friends says, and I, I can only laugh at him for this, but that's this is his business. This is how he feels. If a woman thinks that she needs to receive a drink from another man, then how far is she willing to go outside of just that drink? What else does she want from him? I went, how did you get there from a drink? There's all these assumptions. And they say women think too hard about things. Bruh. Come on, man. You mean to tell me that if I am in a relationship and I go to a party and a guy wants to buy me and my friends drink or me a drink and he asks me what I want, that if I'm willing to let him pay for my $18 Long Island iced tea, because that's probably what it would be, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. That I'm willing to go further than that because I don't want to shell out my own eighteen dollars. Well, and he offers deceitful. You're a cheater, mm-hmm. and clearly, you're living. I'm a heathen. I'm <laughs> a straight up Tatiana. Clearly, like that's all it takes. You're, you're living in I'm, I, I'm drinking polyamorous. I'm polyamorous. I'm a polyamorous. <laughs> I'm in a polyamorous relationship, and my boyfriend doesn't know. Right. Apparently. Right. It's one sided. It's open, but only when I'm at day parties accepting <laughs> drinks from men. Ooh! <laughs> strumpet. <laughs> you strumpet. How dare you? If you're thirsty, drink water. It's free, ho. <laughs> Can I just say that this girl's boyfriend seems super lame. And his friends seem just as lame as him. The fact that <laughs> it is summertime... And, you know, we talking about it's a hot girl summer and guys are talking about, no, it's a hot boy summer. These hot boys are sitting around their phones in a group chat 
telling their friend how he should respond to her and pack up all her stuff for accepting a drink when they could all be at a house party together living their best life. That's also true. Like, but instead, he's packing her stuff up because she took a drink. If your relationship is only worth a drink, (laughs) enough for you to end it over a drink, you didn't have much to begin with anyway. So then this this brings into question that, like, these are the questions I want to ask you. Because I... (laughs) I'm going back and forth with some of the things that he actually said to her even after that. Because one of her best friends is a guy. Wait, the, one of the, her best friends? One of her best friends is a guy. Oh, is a guy. Okay. And so, he he proceeds to kick her out that night. He, he they, kicked that her happened. out? Yes, absolutely happened. That night. And they share that apartment or that's yes. his apartment? Yes, they share the apartment. He kicked Wait her out a minute. Night. The fact well, that let me, she let me do left. Let me do this, though. Where he said, and you better not go over to your friend's house. Specifically, the guy. Now, at the point that you kick somebody out, you don't you don't even get a choice in where they go first. Like, shut up. Right. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's sending her a shuttle to the hotel and he's paying for Secondarily, her that night. Clearly, you were never okay with her having a male friend. And he made it clear that he feels like their relationship is inappropriate. And that she probably was cheating with him too. Because he's in his feelings. How long have they been together? We didn't even go over that. Two years. Two years. And they've been living together for most of that time? Or Ooh, a year and a little change. Like a year and probably he's two months. super insecure. And that's super unattractive. I'm sorry. <laughs> Talk about, I'm about to kick you out for something that I think you did, but you didn't really do to that extent. And when I kick you out, you better not go to your friend's house who happens to be a guy because I'm insecure. <laughs> <laughs> but let me let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. In your mind, is flirting cheating? It Just... depends on your intent. Everything's about intent. So it, so there's been times where I can say for myself that people think that I'm flirting and I'm not. Because in my head, I know when I'm actively flirting with someone. I know when I'm doing things in a yeah. certain way because I have a certain feeling for them or I'm attracted to them and I can recognize that when I'm talking to them. Yeah. So to me, there's there's flirting or there's there's actions that seem like flirting. And then there's actual flirting when you know that you're doing it because you have that intent to do it. Now, I've been told that me talking to someone at a house party could be seen as flirting because when I'm talking to someone, usually at a party, I'm engaged in the conversation. I don't have to be looking around and dancing and be all up in everyone's face. But if I'm having a... have some of the best conversations at house parties yeah and so because it's like i'm involved in the conversation i've had people say oh yeah you know did you get that guy's number i'm like no why oh because you know y'all were flirting i'm like how are we flirting because you guys were talking for like 30 minutes oh i didn't know that was flirting i thought that i was just interacting as two human beings who happen to be at the same place and we're talking about something really interesting like and so that's the thing it's like Everyone has the idea of what flirting is and what it looks like. But really, the thing that makes it so hard is that what differentiates flirting and cheating and everything like that is intent. 
And because intent is something that you can't see, it's hard for people to decipher if one is cheating or if one leads to cheating or if one means that you are cheating. You know what I'm saying? What do you think? Man, uh, I will never view flirting as cheating. I think our natural our natural behavior is to do things like that, genuinely. I, I genuinely believe that. It doesn't matter what the context is, it happens. You can't stop how you naturally react to things. Now, you could just try to block it and be like, okay, I'm not going to overdo it. But I think flirting can be anything, though. No, it could be there's something. There's levels to flirting. No, but, but even with you saying there's levels, it could amount to almost anything. And you would think that that's okay at look all at, times yeah, if look you're at, in a relationship? Listen, looking at somebody too long, flirting. Um, saying, complimenting someone in a certain way, flirting. A guy have, but see, this is the thing. Even though I said flirting doesn't necessarily mean that you're cheating or that you're going down that path. If you have a guy in a relationship with his girlfriend and he goes, let's just say he goes to a house party. He gets into a conversation with this girl on the couch. And then as he's talking to her, he puts his hand on her thigh yeah. during the conversation. Yeah. That could be seen as flirting and that's okay. Yep. Joe Biden style. Get in there. Oh, come on. Get in there, Joe. <laughs> Don't worry, your wife. And will we saw what you. happened with him. Your wife will defend you. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> but here, here's where I'm going with this. I, I don't, I don't really care about that at all. Like if, if you're getting handsy with somebody on some Cuba Gooden Junior shit, you know you shouldn't be doing it. That's your business too. You're gonna get, you're gonna have to deal with whatever the repercussions are with that as well. But I just genuinely don't take flirting as serious as those people do. Mm -hmm. I personally don't necessarily need to be flirting with anybody ever because this is not what I what I'm interested in doing. But if my girl was flirting with her, I wouldn't give a fuck if she was flirting with a guy. I would not care because I know she's coming home to me. I would not care. Zero percent care. But this, you know, you know what the problem is? The problem is so many people have seen that argument not play out in a good way. Well, do when I say when I, when I say that home. argument, I mean that 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 stance of it doesn't matter what you do because you're still coming home to me, and this is the reason why Lala's in the position position that she's in right now, because if she had that same mindset of it doesn't matter what you do because you're still coming home to me, uh, well, she has an extra child, stepchild <laughs> that Carmelo had during their marriage, but he still came home to her. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like. I can't fully believe and support that stance because people still come home to people and do so much dirt before they came home. So, well, I'm not okay. All right, let's get into before I go into the rest of the questions. Let since we're sticking to cheating, I know you don't necessarily know about Paul George stuff. No, I don't. But he's a Clipper. Paul George recently got. <laughs> Got traded to the Clippers from the Oklahoma City Thunder. And if you mm -hmm. guys don't know who Paul George is, he's an NBA player. He's going to be playing with Kawhi Leonard and could potentially and if you don't go. know who Kawhi Leonard is, and clearly you don't watch basketball. And it's cool. This, is, and this probably isn't a show for you. But anyway, <laughs> or I said all that to say uh, Paul George is going to the Clippers, as you already alluded to. The Clippers has a head coach. Their head coach is Doc Rivers. Now, Doc Rivers is considered one of the best coaches in the league. Uh -huh. And he can handle multiple personalities. He handled Paul Pierce's personality, Ray Allen's personality. He handled Kevin Garnett's personality. Those are big personalities to handle all on one team. Yeah. And Rajon Rondo. I said all that to say, in this case, it's not even about the personality because 
he's dealing with somebody like Kawhi who's very silent. But he's also dealing with somebody like Paul George who was dating his daughter at one point. Who, Callie? He was dating Callie Rivers. Okay. And, and if you guys don't know who Callie Rivers is with right now, it's actually with Seth Curry, who is Steph Curry's brother. Yes, it's his little brother. So I said all that to say they're not together anymore. You know, clearly, because she's engaged <laughs> to Seth, Curry, Seth Curry's brother. And they have brother. a baby, yep. Yes. But what happened while they were in a relationship, supposedly, and this is all alleged, so I don't know how true it is. That means it's true. <laughs> I'm doing it on purpose. I'm giving a disclaimer. Paul George was cheating on her with his current stripper bay. Ugh. Who he's married to, right? I believe they're married. Yeah. And now they have kids together. They have two kids together. Ugh, wow. And now Doc Rivers is his coach. Mm, mm, wow. Sounds super messy. <laughs> I don't know how in the fuck I would ever, as a father, be able to get past something like that. Because... When money talks, money talks. Che- <laughs> cheating. Actual cheating. Like, not flirting, not... You penetrated somebody else, and you were like, oh, I'm still coming home. What? Well, I mean, the fact the fact that the story is alleged could be a reason why he's able to do this. Who knows what... Internal conversations no, Callie no. had with her dad. What what what's already been reported is he was going to have to get Paul George in order to get Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard said, "I'm not going there unless you guys figure out a way to get Paul George." That's what Kawhi Leonard did. So he was forced. so by default. Yes, he is for. Can you imagine what's going through his mind? Like you got to be fucking kidding me. Oh, he's he's running that tail ragged during practice. I don't, I don't know how many suicides he's gonna have. Do they do that in the NBA? Practice suicide? <laughs> they need to. He gonna he 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 got something for him. Karma comes, and when karma comes, you just never know how or in what. Form. I don't think I'll be able to coach that man, knowing that he cheated on my daughter. I don't. I doubt. I, doubt I have that. But it, isn't it alleged? I'm unforgiving. It's alleged. If it's my kid. Period. It's alleged. Yeah. Him cheating on Callie led her to Seth. And now she she's in Facts. a nice, wholesome okay. Christian relationship. It's probably good that she didn't end up with the guy who wants to wife up the the scandal strumpet. <laughs> Let me get back to these questions though. I wanna I wanna pass these to you and I wanna see where your head goes based on everything and we've you already answered. And, and as I will absolutely answer well. Them. So, we've defined cheating by Webster's Dictionary. We've defined flirting based on Webster's Dictionary. But these things are personal to us. So, these are questions to us based on that subject. So, I want to hear where you stand and then I'll, I'll jump in right after. Mm-hmm. First question. If your partner kisses someone else, is that cheating or no? Where, is, where are they kissing them? Lips. <laughs> Which lips? No, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yes. If it's not like a goodbye type of kiss and they accidentally hit each other's lips like that, it that's actually happened. You got to break up? You got to break up over that? That's actually happened to me before. You got to break up over that? We didn't break up. Wow. You were able to move past that. Well, it was in college. It was uh, one of my boyfriends in college. And he went out drinking with his friends, went to the club. and um, Sounds like every weekend for me. <laughs> Hot boy summer. Um, Woo! And 
I forgot how he told me, but he actually confessed to it. Like, there's no way I would have found out because I wasn't there. I didn't have someone lurking in the shadows, taking pictures and sending them to me or anything like that. So he actually just confessed it to me. And he said he felt bad about it. And so part of me was super upset by it. But another part of me was like, wow, you told me something you didn't have to tell me. And for that, I have to give you, you some points. sort of credit. Right. Points. And that's probably the only reason why we stayed together. Because had I found out any other way, yeah, it would have been a wrap. It would have been a wrap. But he kept it real. He told me. I'm sure his guilt was killing him. And I was fine with his guilt killing him. And I did give him hell. But we stayed together. It's still cheating, though. What do you think? Absolutely. I think kissing... Well, if that... Someone could say that's flirting, though. I think kissing... <laughs> I think kissing... Gene, that's foreplay. Kissing mm, is oh. foreplay. Get out of here. So Depends if, on the kiss. If, shit, no. If you kissing somebody <laughs> on the lips, you, you should be with them tonight. You clear the... And forever. Why well, not Packing that. your boxes. You packing your own boxes, hell. <laughs> I'm going to throw Jeez. the boxes out the window and your clothes and you packing no play. All right, next question. Your partner is flirting with someone through text but never meets up with them. Is that cheating or not? It sounds like emotional cheating. It you sound- really believe in emotional cheating? Oh, hell yes. Wow. I've emotionally cheated. Get That's how I believe in it. What, okay, what does that even mean to you? Because now you don't have to define this shit for me. That's fine. Um, it's when you're in a relationship and you have feelings, yearnings, and and desires to be with someone else. Or to have what you have with the person you're with, with another lust, person. you mean. So just lust. I think there's lust and then there's when lust kind of takes over. There's levels to everything, but I don't, I'm not going to blanket lust and say there's just lust. Because lust won't make you do certain things, you know? Lust can make you do wrong. (laughs) But no, I I feel like emotional cheating is something that actually really plagues your mental. It's not not like, oh my gosh. To me, lust is more of a, it's a lot more physical. It's a lot more, I don't really know you that well type of thing. I feel like emotional cheating is when you probably know the person that you want to be with very well. To the point where these are the reasons why you are considering leaving what you have to be with them. And that is not lust. That's on a whole different spectrum. Um, What was the question, though? The question was, oh, they sent texts. Well, the problem is if I saw the text and I had no idea that you didn't meet up with the person, it will always plague me that I thought that you met up with the person. No matter what you say. If you say, oh, we just sent these texts. I never got up with her. Well, that's a convenient thing to say. Even if it is true, I will <laughs> never know that that's actually the truth. Because based off of what I see, it looks super sketch. Proper terminology. To what about you? Um, you don't even know if they met up with them or that they didn't. You just see the text. I've been in a situation where uh, text messages were exchanged and it was a little flirty by someone that I was with. I just don't care. I really don't care. Like, I 
I think that is an issue with me, though. Like, I'm not insecure about anything. Like, I just don't care. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you, whatever it is that you're doing on that, that's your business. The only thing that I ever say to people, especially when it's come down to a relationship, and I, I'm not trying to press or pry when I say this, but keep that same energy if it was me and the other way around. Don't be mad if I do the same thing. Like, But do you care honestly, about the perception of it? No. How you're perceiving it? No, I don't care. I don't. I just don't. Like, I, I, I genuinely believe human interaction is all we have. So, so like, what, so let me ask you this: What if, like, you went to a party with your girlfriend, yeah, and she was at the bar by herself, and you were like off on the dance floor, you know, chopping up with some people, yep, and a guy wants to get like her Instagram or something like that, and so she gives her, she types in her Instagram name in his phone, yep. Because he wants to follow her. It's yep. nothing more than that. Yep. And you see her with his phone and him, her passing it back to him. Yeah. The perception would be... They exchange she, contact information yes. and potentially phone numbers. Right? right. Don't care. You don't care. No, okay. not at all. Not even a little. All right. And give out your number to everybody you see and have a good conversation with them. Hopefully they don't blow you up while we're just trying to spend time together. Mm. Interesting. Okay. I don't like the, the reason why I think I feel the way I feel is because none of it matters. Like at the end of the day, like if you guys are going to be together, you're going to be together. If you're not, trust me, shit will unravel in front of you really A fucking quickly. A lot of quickly. people don't want to deal with the unraveling of it if they can just nip it in the bud right when they see the red flags right in front of their face. And a lot of people also don't want to be naive to a situation or have someone just blatantly do something in front of them and they were giving them, them the benefit of the doubt the whole time. And then they have to go through possible years of this messed up relationship to realize it was messed up in the first place. What? So let, let me ask you this question. Um, I'm not saying that you need to just, you know, brush off everything. But at a certain point, if you're putting energy into... And expensing energy for that reason to just keep up with whatever is happening with your partner. Don't you just feel like you just made a bad choice in partner? That's really all this is, right? What do you mean? Like, when we talk about being mad about certain things, like, oh, I don't want to see you out here flirting or talking to somebody or even if it looks a little sideways, like, who gives a shit? As long as they're with you, why do you care? Oh. I mean, I I feel like you shouldn't even have to tell your person that you don't want to see them doing X, Y, Z thing. Like, they should just know. Okay. But are you saying, why do you care about how it looks? Or like, yes. what's your question? Yes. Why? I don't think that people have an issue with how... Well, some people do have an issue with yes, how it do. looks. they do. No, no, some people have an issue with how it looks. But I think it's more of... My example is more of... Not about how it looks, but more about... You not really knowing what just transpired and it looking shady and you know the person's going to say, oh, well, they're going to say anything to cover their butt, even if it is shady. Right. And it was right, right. in front of your face. And you I just, agree with that. It's, it's kind of like you have to deal you have to deal with the internal battle of am I going to believe what I saw or am I going to believe what she or he said? Because what they said and what I saw 
did not align. And if two plus two is equaling five, at some point I need to compromise on either what I'm thinking or either what she's saying. And I think that's what people don't want to have to go through. Right. They want things to equal the right number. They want things to align. And when they don't, that's when it's like, all right, something's up. And nobody wants to go through their relationship thinking something's up that's and I true. can't put my finger on what it is because I don't have proof, but something is just not right. You remind me of something. Um, okay. <laughs> so the the last question, we kind of already answered this in a previous podcast a while ago, but your partner is cuddling slash spooning uh, with cheating. someone else. You're cheating. cheating. And, okay, very good. I, that shouldn't even, like, really that shouldn't even be a question. Like, that cuddling is one of the most intimate things you can do <laughs> like probably more than kissing you can kiss someone drunkenly and not have any sort of feeling like you you could just forget it even happened cuddling is like i don't even know what to compare it to it is like you're cuddling <laughs> Like, there's sheets and covers involved like there's intertwining and spooning always sometimes sometimes always leads to forking so let's not even go there we already know where i stand on that stuff like i made it very clear even that in our previous care. episode yes. yeah man guys law doesn't care his girlfriend can go do everything but tongue a man down and he's like well it's fine no i just like what does Shannon Sharp say? We take... <laughs> ain't gonna be no problem. Ain't gonna be no problem. Ain't gonna be no problem. Ain't no problem. That's you. Ain't no problem. No, but, but in all seriousness, I don't have any kind of pushback on most of this stuff because if you're going to be together, like I said, you're, you'll figure it out. You will make it work for both of you. That's it. Like... It's not that hard. We make things hard. So we, what, were the, need to be. what were the things that your your friends or coworkers were saying about cheating and the, the levels of it and what's considered cheating and what's not? So it wasn't this was me talking to a group of people that mm. I know. And I think what they made clear is one, dancing with someone else is inappropriate. That's <laughs> cheating. Well, I failed at that one. That's cheating. <laughs> What if the what if the what if you're two, there with the person two, as they're dancing? Two accepting a drink from someone else can definitely be construed. Everyone as cheating. was on the same page as it, with this. A lot of people were, and this is girls and guys. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Wow. Are they all dating each other? No. They should because they all have the same mindset. I hate you. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why I didn't see that coming. I'm an idiot. I did it real quick. I'm an idiot. Um. Uh, so I wanted to get back to the to the larger point. So there was just a ton of uh, pushback on the idea that you weren't respecting the sanctity of you guys' relationship, which, again, you're not married, so what sanctity, but whatever. Um, I think my brain works that way, too, because I'm horrible. I'm like, why do we care about this? Why do we put so much energy into that? Like, let that shit go. But my let they shit go attitude doesn't sit well with most of them because they're like, okay, and if you let shit go, what's going to happen with your relationship? Like, the person's going to get out of line. I'm like, if that person's a fucking four-year-old, I can understand what you're saying, but they're an adult. If I can't trust an adult to just be an adult, then why are we together? I don't know. 
just my two cents. So, what is your definition of cheating? First off, a lot of my thoughts around cheating start and begin with physical contact. And it is physical contact outside of the confines of the agreement that you guys made in your relationship. So if the agreement that you guys made coming into the relationship is that it'll be us, uh, this this union, and whatever that comes along with that. So your union could mean multiple things to you. It could mean you and somebody else and another person. Your union can be... You two go out and do whatever you want at any given time and nobody can stop you. And whatever that is, make sure it works best for you and don't worry about what other people think about it. But I think when I think about cheating in general, I do think there's a level of just betrayal that comes with that. Hiding something that is monumental to your relationship and then being caught. Like texting and then deleting the text? Yeah, that could be it. So let's Sex just say, team. let's just say a a girl that you're with, yeah, yeah, you're in a relationship with, um, one of her guy friends is like really flirty with her and kind of wants to get at her, but Jeez. and he's been texting her, you know, on a friend tip, but eventually those those texts turn into kind of like flirtatious texts on yeah. his end, yeah, and she may say things that. Could be questionable, but not necessarily flirty. Like, if anyone were to read it and they didn't know the situation, they just, they'd be a little bit more confused by it. And she deletes those texts. And it's not like she's done anything with this person or anything, but there's, right. she doesn't like the way it looks if you were to find it. Is that Got cheating? Uh, I don't, honestly, unless you guys are physically fucking. Or kissing or doing something, I'm probably never gonna be 100% all in saying you cheated. The only thing I'm gonna do is say, this could be in Minority Report, the movie, and we're just basically basing this on actions that you thought about before. So you gotta go. You gotta go. Wait, what? <laughs> so you no, would break up with your girl over no, that? But, but I'm saying, like, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the Minority Report oh, thing okay. when you assume based on their thought, their behavior, you're like, oh, you guys are going to take this to the worst possible scenario, right, so we got to jump in. Yeah. You're like, Which I'd is, rather just let you cheat on me so I could break up with you, not yes! me think you're about to cheat on me. And, but you know what? That's, that's, that's it. The mentality is really like, I'm going to, pre- to, the only way to prevent this from happening, preventing heartache or preventing stress or me, pre- you know, anything, if I see any sign of that, I'm just going to exit stage left because I don't want to have to go through this when shit hits the fan. Okay. So I'm not saying that people need to get out of their relationships prematurely, like what that dude was doing to your friend. Packing her stuff up, telling her to go, then having limitations on where she could go for that night. Like, that whole situation really just doesn't sit well with me. And I don't, how does she feel about it? Like, did, like, I, I'm interested in knowing. She still loves him, though. That didn't stop. Of course, that's not going to turn off. I would, I would, that would have been, that would have been the loser game show sound for me. Right. But how is she going to handle her relationship now? That this has transpired. And it's almost like she can't even... He doesn't trust her. I don't know. Because if he trusted her, he would never even mention the guy friend. Facts. And as long as they're together, the guy friend's going to be an issue. 
Yep. Because it's not like he's going anywhere. Also facts. So she has a lot of issues in, on her hand. The fact that he's so willing to jump out of a relationship over some liquid in a cup. <laughs> liquid in a cup. Well, can we just say the same thing about sex? Liquid in a cup? Ew. Anyway. It's uh, not in a cup at that point. Uh, it can be. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. So, uh, before we move into our final, like, piece of the pie, which, of course, is the Hyper Good Nights, I want to ask do's you this. Don'ts. Sorry. Do's or don'ts. My bad. <laughs> I want to ask you this, though. Based on everything that transpired in their relationship and how things kind of... They're still unsettled right now. I don't know what's going to happen with their relationship. I would hate to be in her position. Right. Forget Hello? Him. Don't even get me started. Pack his stuff up when but, he gets back. <laughs> I want to I ask you this. If your girl was to send you a picture of your man out doing the cheers toast with a group of other guys. You mean women? Sorry. That, like with a group of other women. Mm-hmm. Would you be uncomfortable if you saw that picture? Honestly, I don't think my friends would take that picture. No, don't, don't, don't. All you're trying to do is poke a hole in. (laughs) Okay, so let's just say I have a friend who's just like on her feet. Yes, go with the hypothetical. I'm just gonna like let Avia know this, and that's all it was. Yes, I. You wouldn't care? I wouldn't care. I wouldn't. It's a drink. You're cheersing. The only thing that I would be a little unsettled about is her taking that picture now brings it to my attention that something went on that I just wasn't there for. And it's almost like, do I need to believe that there's something more to this that I'm not seeing? So it's almost like stirring the pot. Like... You're stirring the pie, and it's like nothing happened, but now there's this picture here. I have to fill in the blanks of the before and after of this picture, and I don't want to be left with that job because my imagination is super vivid, and I can create a whole bunch of scenarios based off of one picture, and if the picture really means nothing, I don't want to have to sit here and have to figure out what it means. (laughs) When it means nothing. Okay. So if anything, the person who sends me that picture is making it the situation a little bit more detrimental for me because now I'm sitting here with my vivid imagination about what's happening. Was it, did you do, did you do this? Who was he talking to? Which which one of the girls is he cheers to? Like all those things. Yeah. When I didn't even have to know about it to begin with, and it was because it was nothing. Like it was nothing. Right. Now if it was actually something, we could we could work with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was nothing. And that's why I'm like, it's a hot girl summer. Because this girl's out here getting her a free drink. And her man is mad. And his friends are big mad. And he spent money on these Home Depot boxes to kick her out. And she still got her drink. It's a hot girl summer, whether you're in a relationship or not. Because these dudes are not even out here on a day party living their life they worried about what you're doing at your party all right that's all i gotta say what about you <laughs> i already said my piece on this all right i'm we, we completely feel different about this stuff but it's fine if you but if your 
boy sent you a picture, would you be now? Would wouldn't you be I'm a little bit upset? A lot of questions. Would you be upset at your boy for sending you the picture because no. you're like, I don't care. No, I would only be upset because he sent it to a group chat. Hello, it's my business, and that's another issue. But okay, let's let's go to the final piece of this puzzle. Let's do the do's and the. I can't believe the cues were doing this too. Wow. Okay, Shocking. so she's not playing along. No, okay, very good. do's and the don'ts. Uh, all right. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, and it's your first time with the show, the do's and the don'ts are our way of talking to men and women about the things they should or shouldn't do. Abia talks to the guys, I talk to ladies, and it starts with me. So, ladies, as me and Abia alluded to multiple times over, it's a hot girl summer. We know this. <laughs> we know this. And if you guys don't know what a hot girl summer is, more things to go Google. Okay. But within that, um, this is my do for women this week. Let men be men. And what I mean by that is guys need to have bonding times. They need to be able to spend time with other guys. They need to be able to just get that energy out and be amongst the other men. It is important as girls having girls night out to just let guys just have a good time. So the next time he says he wants to hang out with his boys, let him do it. Like, don't give him pushback. Just let him do it. And if he wants to invite you out, try to come out sometimes. Dude, you know, don't be the wet blanket. Just have a good time oh. with his friends. Wow. That's it. Go for it. <laughs> now it's time for the don't. Hey, excuse me. Did I ask for harmony? Yes. Time for the don't. Okay. It sounded better when you harmonized, actually. Um, men, I got two don'ts for you, and I already mentioned one earlier. Don't be sending personal things to the group chat. Just don't. That is a f boy move. It really is. Like that is really, really ratchet and unacceptable. My second don't, and this is my first time doing two don'ts because I felt like I already mentioned the first one. My second don't is. Guys, don't tell us women to relax. I, I won't even say I. We all truly hate that. And I think you guys know that we hate that, which is why you do it. But it's almost like a belittling type of way of telling us to calm down when we're not even reacting enough for you to tell us to relax. And I find that men do this when... A woman's actually legitimately getting upset or um, affected by something that she has all rights to get affected by. And the man doesn't want to deal with the situation. So instead of dealing with the situation, he tells her to stifle her feelings. And that's what that sounds like to us. You want to tell us to relax. You want to belittle us and oh, relax. You're overreacting. We weren't even reacting yet. You want to see overreacting? I got your overreacting. I'll give you something to tell me to relax about, but don't tell me to relax. <laughs> and that's the don't. Oh, and just like that, that is our show for the day. So you can catch us on Google Play, SoundCloud, Instagram. iTunes, and we'll be on Stitcher very shortly. Enjoy, guys. Good night.